So, elements. Mm. Uh, elements. What else could be human? Um, Go on, mate. We've got to, got to bang out three of these next year. This milk carton. Yep. Okay, milk cartons. Yeah. Uh, what's the central conflict in uh, milk carton world? Well, the milk cartons have to hang out with... Like, milk cartons have been around for ages, right? And then the orange okay. milk cartons moved in. Um, oh, and... no. Some sort of trendy rebranding of milk cartons. Yeah. It was like... Orange juice in cartons now. What the fuck's going on? Uh, okay, well, we're, I guess we're getting used to the oranges now. What's the coffee? Iced coffee in cart? No, I, I won't take this. Neville got mustaches and berets, and they're all talking about Foucault and that. And then yeah, that'll do. Okay, so it's intergener- intergenerational, but also vaguely class based. Yeah, and and if we can throw a couple of more points into the analogy, I think that's how we're going to reach the heights of elemental. Excellent. So, uh, how course- about God? What else is there? specifically the milk cartons that have pictures of missing children on, then they move in because they've become their own brand. Okay. And so you've got corporate um, cynicism in there oh, as good. well. Uh, and, and then we can all sort of introduce all of those together about 30 minutes in. I think that this kind of really on-the-nose metaphor is going to literally write itself, which is handy because I don't want to. <laughs> I've never wanted to, not since the beginning of this whole thing. <laughs> if we could just find a way to make this play out entirely instinctively, then I'm all in favour of it, mate. I've got to be. We're making another one of these literally now. We're five <laughs> minutes late for that meeting. So I'm going to leave this call oh, and fuck. enter into the next call, which is also only with you. Okay, cool. Um, we can do the same thing with animals. All right, bye, mate. Take that shit off the minutes. Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that is the very worst daughter. But you were the dream, OG team. You were always the dream. The OG to dream. I'm Paul Ripple. Oh, I'll just take the free one. I'm so dumb, I literally don't believe it. <laughs> it's the 100th anniversary of Disney. Da 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 Disney. Mm. And to celebrate, they've had one of the worst financial years in recent memory, failing to get any of their movies over the billion dollars mark uh, for the first time since 2014. Really? Those poor, impoverished suckers. Aww. Disney? Maybe we should all go see all their stuff again. Uh, Yes, in 2019, they managed to do that seven times. Right. So 2023 hasn't yeah. gone too well. 2023 hasn't been great. Uh, the, the woes continue with the release of their newest film, Wish. Uh, but we've decided to mark the occasion with a look at Disney Animation's last film, the, son of a, the summer not-buster, Elemental. Meet the residents of Element City. Air usually has their head in the clouds. Oh, my new jacket. Earth can be a little seedy. <laughs> Water is always getting into something. Help! And fire, as ordered, we run a little hot. This shop is dream of our family. Someday it'll all be yours. But we all live by one simple rule. Elements cannot mix. Nice, Disney Pixar no less. Disney Pixar, God, that's depressing mm. to remember when that distinction was significant. Mm. Right. 2022. Uh, right. How can I describe this? Let's consult the flowchart. Princess movie? No. Pixar style inanimate thing is actually alive? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go down that strand. Okay. Animals? No. Everyday object? No. Abstract concept. Here we are. Uh, literalized metaphor? Yes. Personal issues? No. So- social issues? Here we are. Mm-hmm. Elemental. There it is. Okay, yes, I'll just put it here alongside Zootopia and Ralph Breaks the Internet. The abstract concept of animals in Zootopia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It should be in a different subheading. But societal issues, it's exactly where it should be. That's true. <sighs> this flowchart's complicated, but I'm glad we've got it, because otherwise I wouldn't. I literally wouldn't know what movie we're doing. <laughs> this way I don't have to watch it. Um, it's about a city where the four elements are actually kinds of people who live un- uneasily together until two of them fall in love. Think about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yep, you've imagined the whole movie. Well done. <laughs> then try and add... Um, just, just, just spitball about fifteen hundred puns to do with the elements, and then throw them in <laughs> willy nilly. 
You've got it. Mm. Director Peter Soane. Peter Soane's? Jenny? Wait. Wait. It's Jenny? Oh, my God. The twist was there the whole time. This oh is my God. Jenny's dad. Or brother. Or Jenny. Jenny's Korean-American dad? <laughs> this could be Jenny and a mustache, for all we know. <gasps> Jenny? Jenny. Mustache? Write in and let us know. Um, yes, Peter Soane uh, previously directed The Good Dinosaur. Remember that? No. Nope. Uh, said he was inspired by the concept, could fire and water ever connect? And what if these elements were alive? We've all wondered, mate. <laughs> Again, Very we watched the trailer. Guts to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> no one's as brave as you. I remember watching the trailer and going, I think this is just what if the elements were alive? What if the elements were inside out? And uh, yeah. Oh, it is that. Tell you what was inside out, mate. My expectations, but what comes to that? <laughs> My arsehole. Uh, he was <laughs> after the end of this movie. <laughs> I need to stop endangering my movie-going experience <laughs> and reputation in the ways that I do. And However, my rectum. And my rectum. He was also inspired by his experience as a second-generation immigrant with Korean parents working mm. in a grocery store in the Bronx. Mm. God, the levels of obfuscation are so profound here. I never would have guessed any of that. No. No. But, mm. um, it, and that's why we're the uh, the film talky people and not the film people. Well, exactly. Tell me, how did your experience of exactly what happens in this movie affect the creative process? Well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> Because yes. <laughs> the answer's yes. They get Brenda Schur in, the, who was the creative consultant of Turning Red. Oh, yeah. Make the pad of Fluffier. Got it. Uh, to write the script, along with television writers Kat Lickell and John Hoberg. Great. And production mostly occurs during lockdown. Okay. Generally not a problem with animated movies. Generally not, although they, the production crew did like to, and I remember them doing so for other movies, go and tour places to try and get visual inspiration for such things. And I know oh, they yeah. wanted to go to countries that had a lot of canalways, a lot of waterworks, mm. and ended up instead doing it over Google Maps, which is just as good, I tell myself, when I'm stuck at work. Probably. Yeah, and that's that's on me for for strawmanning the experience of animation <laughs> teams. Um, <clears throat> however, I'm not going to apologize. That's fair. Yeah. That's more than fair, mate. Never do. Yeah, uh, the film received lukewarm. Oh! What would you mix fire and water, maybe? Oh, and, uh, and air, maybe. And air in there as well, and earth. Yeah. Uh, Reviews from critics. Best surmised by the always excellent Clarice Lockery. Mm-hmm. Who's, who, how, who's she paying to get all these mentions? She's just great. For The Independent, who says, Gentle and humane, but never raw or vulnerable. Like me, Clarice Lockery. Never raw like Gaspar Noe's climax. <laughs> That's what I expected from this movie. In all honesty, that does get to the heart of the matter, which I quite appreciate. <laughs> Public were ablaze with praise, mazed, mazed? yeah, blades, uh, <laughs> blades. Uh, Aldrin Pendry over on Google uh, said, "Elementary yeah. is an awe-inspiring <laughs> cinematic masterpiece that takes you on a breathtaking journey through the natural world like never before." Natural world, mate. Natural the film's world. Stunning visuals, coupled with its powerful storytelling create an immersive experience that leaves that leaves you in absolute wonder I, you know i we never should listen to the critics mate because what have they got for us <laughs> nothing they didn't talk about the, yeah. the breathtaking tour of the natural world clearly, <laughs> clearly Lockery didn't give a shit entirely. about the natural world <laughs> this is what the natural world is like get into a forest it's like this gorgeous all the animals Ugh. in swindon and Swindon Elemental has seven on IMDb, seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Eventually, it started off with much lower, yeah. uh, fifty eight on Metacritic, and made five hundred million dollars on a two hundred million dollar budget over a long time. It was a bit of a sleeper hit, okay. and even then, that is not in quite enough to meet Disney's expectations. Of <clears> course, because they wanted all Paul, they want all the money, they want to suck every penny out of these venues and then stick it all on Disney Plus. They want you to stay home and consume and never go to a cinema. How's that? How's that going from? Mm, better than I'd like, but yeah. not entirely successful thanks to Barbenheimer. Anyway, so Paul, you windbreaker fan. Panned. <laughs> What's one thing about Elemental that made you want to suck a city inspector into your pipes? Oh, it was, it was a sad portrait, mate. It was a very, uh, sad portrait was everything to me. Oh uh, yeah, uh, you like a sad, poignant, sexy. Portrait, I thought. I'm going to say not. sexy. Just, there was a lot, of, a lot of liquids in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, I did mean that to say that. Yeah, definitely. If that, if you're agreeing with me, yeah. then I definitely meant that. <laughs> if not, it was a joke. Good, sad portrait. 
took me by surprise. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. It was poignant. It was beautiful. I love it. Was elemental. Tree. I I love a sad portrait, a surprise <laughs> sad portrait, because it's very hard to surprise anybody with a portrait. Um, <laughs> Someone you... has to be really sad and really stealthy. Do you ever see the TikToker who likes to like do pictures of people on no. the train and then sort of flip? That there's a guy who likes to like do these really beautiful drawings of people, like really in, um, intimate, and then sort of says, "Hey, I drew you," and they, their reaction is always kind of like the guy from uh, uh, the Thief and the Painter who just sort of crumbles, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you know, when they see a picture yeah. of themselves, like you saw, I feel so seen in this soulless, horrible city, and it's kind of beautiful. Mm. I'd love to do that with like really shitty, like really terrible. Dr- <laughs> hey, I drew you. What? <laughs> What is this? I hate you. Get away it's from a me. Stick figure with a, a stick figure with balls. What? <laughs> Why? <coughs> You're welcome. You can keep it. Get away. <laughs> I did the stink cards just for you. <laughs> oh god. All right. Well, look. Let's talk about what happens in Elemental. Okay. Well. Okay. Strap in. Ooh. Okay. I'm ready for a cinematic experience and a bold new impression of the natural world. Okay, well, yeah, we do. We are introduced to the natural world, Paul. We've got um, oh, we've got the the Fire Nation getting on and off off their boat at the beginning, and um, <gasps> the talk is, is is then the Fire Nation came. Yeah, it does, it, it does overlap a bit with Shyamalan's um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> and that it's also very silly. I, uh, and I hate the fact that he created that television show. And should be entirely credited with it. It's no, very I mean, disappointing. I mean the movie. I mean the silly movie, not the television sh- program. The good one. <laughs> but I was referencing the great television program. What a muddle we're in now. <laughs> God. I see. Oh. I thought you were picking me up on a, a, a blanket reference. Uh, but all, all this can be cut. That's the good thing. Um, and... But it won't be. That's the bad thing. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oops. <laughs> so tired, everyone. Oh, well. As long, Sorry, as, like, everyone. as long as I point out what the good thing would be. But that bit will be cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fire, <laughs> fire people come to the, the elemental city, and everyone fucking hates yeah. them except for the ones that are already walking around there. But these ones they hate yeah. a lot because they're short, or they haven't. Well, because they'll also they'll literally destroy the homes if they let them in because they seem mm. to be made out of flammable materials, which is a shame. Uh, but they, yeah, they try to find somewhere to live. They end up living in a squalid little den. Yeah. It's like the nativity. Only where Jesus was a trembling ball of terrifying fire. <laughs> and that doesn't come until his return, ladies and gents. So uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> oh, look forward to that rapture. Oh, can't boy. Wait, I can't wait. I okay. hope uh, it's neither heaven nor hell for me. And uh, yeah, and, and they, Ooh, they, they... stay and fight. <laughs> Get nasty. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And by fight, I mean fuck. <laughs> With Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the um, demons. So yeah, yeah. and, and they, they, they... But the, the two fire parents... Of the Fire Nation, they build up this squalid shithole oh. into yeah. a fire shop for uh, fire food uh, for fire people. Ah, uh, a little shop where they can appeal to their own people. Only you know the hipsters from their own people. It seems. Yeah, it's instantly bougie. We skip over the whole awkward Godfather Two era of this particular a- analogy mm-hmm. of the immigrant experience. Mm-hmm. We're straight into hipsters thinking this place is cool because it's different, uh, and then gentrification will follow in the sequel, Elemental Two. Hackney. <laughs> <coughs> Hackney colon. It's a Turkish restaurant. Now. What? Elemental 2 colon Hackney colon. <laughs> it's a Turkish restaurant now. <laughs> Only if you're Turkish. No, no, God, no. So we see that the five people have their own language and soaps and foods and crazy superstitions. It's all very rich. Mm. This world. I love it. This world they've created. They've dre- This dream they've weaved. Bernie, that cough is terrible! Almost as terrible as your cooking! <laughs> yes! When are you gonna put Ember out of her misery and retire, huh? Finally put her name on the sign out there? Ah, she take over when she's ready. And speaking of ready, we are more than ready for you to actually buy something if you'd ever get up off your lazy ash. <laughs> Where did they come up with all these ideas? Well, yeah, like, like ideas such as, oh, you know, there's, there's a, a shop, call it the fireplace. There's, there's some food, we'll call it oh, like, yeah. fire bits. There's some shelves over there, we'll just call that like a flame shelf, whatever. Just James, you're, just... Not pi- you're not pitching on our level, okay? Did you hear fireplace? That's fucking gold. That's fucking gold, mate. Up here. 
Fire shelf. I don't know what that is. What if there's a fire sale? It's good, but it's only really working on one level, isn't it? <laughs> we need you to get into the fire, but fireplace is cozy as well. Yeah. You can imagine a place calling itself that to be cozy. It works within the logic of the thing. What are they selling? Fire? They're made of fire, Jeremy. <laughs> you said my name was something else earlier. I don't care. Jerifier. Get out. Yeah. And they will stop. get off your lazy ash, they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I'm yeah. going to have to bring a spare pair of underwear to this. <laughs> All sorts of reasons. Anyway, things are going well. Oh, but sometimes yeah. the fire people are just too passionate and explosive for their own good. Yeah, and too racist as well. Yeah. yeah. God, how how are we getting on with this metaphor? Anyway. Which... Yes, get up off your yeah. ash. Oh, burn, gets said. Oh. These must have been really fun Zoom ses- sessions where they pitched all of these. It's true. Truly, we see the ravages of COVID. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, the the fire parents have a fire child, which is very convenient. Uh, and she <laughs> dreams of owning the shop that she hates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. It's all very good. She she really, yeah. Uh, she does some deliveries whilst vaguely ethnic music plays, thereby proving that she's ready. She's ready for that responsibility. Yeah. Uh, but she does lose her patience with customers sometimes because they're awful. Because retail, am I right? This is what the analogy is doing currently. <laughs> Stick with it. Um, stick with it. Because <laughs> Retail got, is bad. We've got civil and building regulations coming up next. So, um, Oh, God. I can't a, wait, mate. There's a type five on that, and we're all very good about it. Confused. Did you good. hear that, Timmy? <laughs> Wake the fuck up. Her dad decides that she's ready to run the shop on her own, mm-hmm. starting with the busiest day of the year. So I guess it's a, a trial by fire. <gasps> because he's, he's fire, and he's doing the trial. Yes. Oh, oh I get it. I thought it was... I thought it was something that, completely different. <laughs> Fire! It's a it's a, the black dot sale. Is that a thing? Is, is that a no? no red, the red dot sale. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I haven't worked in retail. I'm too privileged. I'm made of water. I... She gets she gets stressed. Mm. She puts and on a fire clothes. Oh. It's good. I like it. Thanks. You're in. <laughs> she breaks up. Fuck the, you, she breaks Jeremy. Plumbing because she gets she gets too angry. <laughs> she meets a chubby bureaucrat who cries a lot. <laughs> what, the? what a happy family. Is that you and your dad? I love dads. <gasps> and it's your birthday! <laughs> who are you? What are you doing here? I don't know. I was searching for a leak on the other side of the river and got sucked in. This is bad. I, I can't lose another job. I just can't seem to find my flow. I'm afraid I'm going to have to write you a ticket. A ticket? Yeah, I'm a city inspector, and this pipe is definitely not up to code. I sucked a city inspector into our pipes? I know. Ironic, right? Stop messing with that! Well, I I need to make sure it's solid. Everything's solid. I should know. My dad rebuilt this place himself. Wait. Your dad did? Yes, with his bare hands. Every brick and board. It was a ruin when he found it. Wow. He did all this himself without permits? Uh... I'm gonna have to write that up too. First I'm sucked into a pipe and now have the right citations. I can get this place shut down. Oh gosh, it's just too much. Ah, white guys. I get it. I get the... Fantastic. I get the metaphor. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, um... Good. Yeah. But anyway, in, in, enough character, mate, because he is a building inspector. Uh-huh. Bureaucracy. <laughs> Never mind that. Let's I have a that. chase. Yes, he threatens to close the shop, so she runs after him onto a train where she poses an actual threat to the lives of everyone on there. How's the metaphor going? What's a metaphor? What is what is <laughs> but, metaphors, guys? What is that anyway? That's a question we all have to ask ourselves eventually. But if you answer it, you've done it wrong. <laughs> they they end up at uh, town hall, where she yeah, convinces him that for health the uh, health and safety violations. Uh, that they've got are actually a good thing, I think. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so they do the sloth scene from Zootopia, only not funny. And yeah. uh, she doesn't manage to stop the various terrifying irregularities in the shop being reported. Yeah. And yeah, the guy there is very still like a sloth, as you say. And and that's... Love it. Continues <clears throat> to not work. And um, yeah, it gets yep. sent off. So next up, they've got to go to a, to a Blitzball game. And, uh, well, she tries. She goes home and tries to deal with dad's prejudice. That's right, folks. It's the immigrants who carry the prejudices and need to change to make society work. The whites, I mean, waters, 
have condescending attitudes and inaccessible environments and largely exclusionary practices, but it's definitely the foreigners, I mean fires, who uh, need to sort their attitudes out. A lot of learning to be done on both sides, I say. Can't we just all be racist, mate? That's what I took from it. (laughs) Can't blanch. Excellent. I find that idea somehow vindicating. I'm not sure why. (laughs) Because you're racist. Mum Mum explains that they had to leave their home back in uh, Fire Nation because a storm destroyed their home. Oh, we fucking go again. (laughs) (laughs) And they couldn't rebuild there because of a very valid reason that we don't want to get too much into here because parts of this allegory are a bit unkid friendly. (laughs) What do you mean the breadwinner? Get out of it. There was a civil... There was a civil war uh, storm, storm back home, and we can't go back. Okay, it's fine. There was a fire, fireball so, yes. war. What? <laughs> what does that mean? So yeah, they go to confront one of the administrators in her leisure time at a sports event. It yeah, seems legit. That's good. Um, there's some yeah. sports stuff going on. We're introduced to Lutz, central character Lutz, who has been down because his mum's sick and everybody hates him and he's not doing well at the sport blitzball. Oh come on, let's oh. cheer him up so we win. And they do that, and then Lutz leaves. You have value to us. And that's the end of him. Yeah. But we've established that so, yeah, Waze, the waterman, is good with people and doesn't immediately explode upon uh... spending even a second with them. <laughs> He's not immediately infuriated by people and that's his power. Um, so, yeah, they meet with the administrator. Mm-hmm. Oh, go on. Can't you let us off? Or are you going to fix any of the problems in the place? No, I have no in- in- indication that we're going to do that at all. Mm. All right, well, look, there's a leak in Firetown, so if you can go find it, then we'll, we'll let off you. We'll let you off for your horrific health and safety violations. Ugh. This would never happen if we only dismantled big government. Still time. Still time. Yeah. It's, 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 it's on the cards, guys. She makes a hot air balloon so they can see mm. where the leak is. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the sky. We never thought of that. So. <laughs> anyway, um, enough, enough stalling. Here's a character moment. Just a surprise you will keep you on your toes. Um, <laughs> Whilst they're up there, they also see two trees doing butt stuff, I think. <laughs> yeah, right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird going on here. Uh, just a little pruning. I don't I, know what the I, analogy is. I, I guess. Don't prune your trees, people. Apparently it's shameful. How is that <laughs> metaphor <laughs> working, shot. guys? I have no idea, but they bond over some language. Mm. Hey, what does that word mean? It means enjoy the fire, because it won't always last forever. It won't always last. Okay. I don't want to pick apart this expression. It's clearly very important to your people. Hey, that building over there is Garden Central Station. It's a rich metaphor they're working here. Yeah. Could be anywhere. Oh. Um, but yeah, yeah they find well, the leak. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's an hole in wall, mate. And uh, oh, if only there was some sort of fire firewall. Oh hey. my god, it's Ralph Breaks the Internet 3. Oh my god, I can't wait to, n- to not see that one as well. And um, they, <laughs> they go, well, there's no, there's nothing I can do. Me, a fire person, I'm inherently worthless. Anyway, see you later. And um, they, well, some water crashes in and they have to bloody run away. And um, Dude, they have to. They're yeah. legally obligated to run away. So well, they, they fix the leak, kind of. And so he asks her out. Uh, with the promise of butt stuff, I think. Again, I didn't get the analogy. But uh, yeah, it's time no. for a bonding montage. They grew close over the summer, and they do yep. a bunch of activities, only most of which are ruined by Fire Girl's inherent nature. Ah, uh, yes. Dating <laughs> a minority. Wait. They're so is crazy. The her- is the her features not showing up in pictures thing a reference to... You know what? Never mind. I'm not going there. Um, also, <laughs> she changes color depending on what mineral she's standing on. Huh. Yeah. That's the thing. You know what? I've I've complained about everything being so fu- so on the nose so far. I'm just gonna I'm fine for something to feel completely inexplicable and useless. Go for it. Does that ever come up? No, I don't think it does. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> it's not uh, it's not readily a metaphor for something. I'm I'm happy. So no, we all know that immigrants change color depending on. Um... <laughs> oh my god! Is it about changing their nature based on their circumstance and losing their inherent sense of self? Don't forget your mother tongues, people. Learn your parents' language. Yeah, let's go That's with why that. I'm learning Glaswegian. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> oh, you cunt. You see? It's, they don't Excuse appreciate me, it at work, if... but it brings a tear to my mother's eyes, my emotionless Scottish mother's eyes. <clears throat> <clears throat> You're a specky bar. <laughs> Very good, son. Very good. Oh, fuck. Just to be, <sighs> just to be clear, that was a, a, a funny Scottish joke. Not, your mum has no feelings. <laughs> Your mum's lovely. It's all good stuff. My mum's lovely. She called Mark Cameron a cunt, yeah. and he deserved it. 
he he he. Everyone deserves it from time to time, and that was the moment. <laughs> when they do, Mum will be there. <laughs> it's a sacred duty. Oh no, though, the oh, leak no. that is the fixed leak is leaking, and the crew hate the water guide for obvious reasons. So this is a real pickle. Oh God! And before they can settle on any kind of solution, the the fire dad finds him in the in the basement, and uh, worries that there's a bit of pruning going on. So. There's some racial purity stuff gets said. See? It's really tasty if you water it down a little. Water us down? Water us down? Where's camera? We will never be watered down by you! Get off! He ends up chasing water guy out out completely out of the situation. It's all very adorable. And uh oh, yeah. the kids. <laughs> yeah. She then in turn ends up meeting his family. And it's just so funny and relatable for kids and adults, respectively, because kids yeah. will not be able to relate to this experience and adults will not find it funny. So <laughs> something for everyone, kind of. Ember! Oh, I'm so excited to finally meet you. Do we hug or wave or don't want to put you out? <laughs> um, a hello is fine. Hardly. Wade hadn't stopped talking about you since the day you met. The boy is smitten. Mom! Oh, come on. I'm your mother. I know when something's lighting you up. I just didn't know she'd be so smoky. <laughs> Come this way. Meet the rest of the family. Yeah, exactly. Every, you know, there's a, there's there's a mum who who ends up being a little um a little uh, a little mum from Carrie in in there. Um, and they, they, they they all cry a lot. There's there's a bit of racism in there, and um, you know the the film also comfortable. It's a, it is a comfy bit of racism, and I even down to the horror in everybody's faces as the racism is said. It's just nice to see that you know every everyone's represented, and and it's all good stuff. And it turns out that what's a face fire fire person? She uh huh. Um, I'm not going to oh. bother learning the names. I can't pronounce them. Um, she. <laughs> Can do things uh-huh. with glass. She she can. She melt can it all at this down. stage. It turns out. Yeah, and um, and oh my god, maybe I can help you out. Says the mum, and get you a job that isn't in your dad's horrible shitty shop. Yeah, I have a lot of connections and privileges that we can make use of now. Oh, well, I'm really upset by that. Is it because of how desperately unequal our society is? No, it's because you offered me this great opportunity, and I want to take it. And I feel bad for wanting to make use of your privilege. Oh, good. I'm glad that's what you're upset about. <laughs> Also, I'm scared of you know scared of disappointing Phew. my dad, which is a legit thing. But but also, oh, but also, you know, fire. Um, I don't want to f- up f- up fire my dad. Uh, uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, look, more character stuff needs to happen. So best have a montage or an action scene. Why not both? Oh yeah, I love that. Moction. M- the mother is, all, is against all of this until her crazy religion convinces her that they're meant to be so she's going to help out a bit fantastic well you know the kid found a loophole and uh, if there's anything that religious people love it's a loophole so um, oh, and, and businessmen and humans generally but um, oh, for yeah. the purposes of this joke so, crazy religious people but they have a fight so oh, no. she breaks up with him oh, no. but he has an idea for another effect sequence so they do that instead and, uh, oh, cool, boss lady's here to help. So they do a bit of an explore. Oh, great. And afterwards, they're about to kiss. Look, if we get together, we could both literally die. Look, I know it could get messy if we mix together because of the different custom. No, don't forget the analogy. In the logic of this world, there is nothing that has happened that wouldn't suggest that we will die instantly if we touch each other. Mm. Look, let's just, let's just start slow, baby. Right. <laughs> Famous last fucking words. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I wasn't genuinely oh, wasn't expecting it to work, but it did work, so that's relief. <laughs> um, All those times the fire people touched people earlier and nearly killed them, they just didn't do it hard enough, it turns out. Well, you've got to wait until it was love all along, mate. Fifth element. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, God. Truly, there can be love between whites and Italians, I think. I think I'm <laughs> Whatever they are. Yeah. Whatever they are. I don't know. If I'm fucking pretty sure. Greek, Asians, I don't know. Um, yeah. Just, just foreigns, mate. I love it. But... They they get all, they all get so angry all the time. Mm. But she loses her boner when she thinks about her dad. We've all been there. And uh, speak for yourself, mate. Work. Woof. Anyway, the following day they're having a big party to celebrate the fire girl becoming the owner of this business. Yay. I remember when my local news agent did that. It was a big day. So <laughs> everyone was very surprised that they handed it to you instead of his son. But <laughs> you know, I loved it. I showed up and ruined it for everyone, just like Water Guy does, because he shows up and makes it all about him outing her to the whole family for several things at once. What are you doing here? You said me not understanding is the reason we can never work. But I thought of other reasons. A bunch of them. Like, number one, 
You're fire on water. I mean, come on, that's crazy, right? Who is this? No idea. Number two, I'm crashing your party. Like, what kind of a jerk am I? A pretty big one. Right? It's quite overwhelming, and I'm glad that he's here to force this on. Several her. things that don't uh, answer. To be as fair, well. it's a few things that aren't true. Also, we, we need to we need to get near the end of this thing. So we oh, did yeah. too many montages. It turns out, guys, so, we wasted so much time on stuff that meant nothing. Tell you what, there's another montage though. So we have a sad montage, and oh, <laughs> oh no, they're in the big action scene. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know what, Paul? In in a movie that is analogy laden, uh, you know, I'm spending uh-huh. a lot, an awful lot of energy trying to figure out what it is. While I like, yeah. just as I start to get an I, you know, a solid sense of what the film's going for in um in one emotion in that emotional scene, I like the action mm. scene that I don't care about to to happen and take a burst of the movie. Oh no! Wade almost dies, and then he does die. Oh, but he's not yeah, dead. They survive. They survive, but what a guy dies. Oh no, he didn't. Yeah. So everything's fine now. So she leaves forever. Fuck this place. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she does bow uh, to show that she doesn't oh, yeah. think her dad's a cunt. Yeah, she gets her else. parents' respect. Yeah. Parents she hated. Mad and respect. they respect her just about. Yeah. Just enough for her to leave forever. And yeah, that's the end. The immigrant experience ultimately ends in the journey towards uh, the same kind of privileges that once excluded them. Well, yeah. yeah Brexit, mate. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, is it not the dream of all people, all oppressed minorities to become part of the system that's doing the oppressing? And that's, sometimes, that's a beautiful thing we could all move towards. Sometimes it feels like that's what drives us all. Hey, it's it's the island. It's Michael Bay's The Island. Some <laughs> of you will win the great prize. And you don't realise that Fire Girl actually gets just murdered immediately when she's off screen. Cloud Atlas would have been a classier reference, but I'm quite sleepy. Yeah, but M. Night Shyamalan's Cloud Atlas, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> it's Ugh. bad. It's a bad film. Paul, mm. what did you think of Elemental? It was a hard watch, Paul. Uh it was a yeah. hard watch and it dragged uh, because I didn't like it. I, yes. Mm, I my two main issues, Paul. Going to be oh. really pithy here. It's not funny. Um, no. With with the exception of you know a few things uh, in the quick fires, which are going to be mentioned in the quick fires, but mostly it was just okay. I want two hundred fire puns now. What are we going to do with them? Just fucking yeah. fling them at the movie, mate. Just just use yeah. them. If 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 we did that. If that was in the real world, then this movie would be called One One Flesh Meat. One Flesh Meat with with Paul body and and skin Paul. It's stupid. Mm. Fight the the fucking puns that don't even work and don't even make sense. Yeah. In like they don't even have a sing- they're not even like a single on on Tondra. Um, mm. They're just bad and um, and that was frustrating yeah. and fatiguing. And the comedy largely uh-huh. wasn't very good and, and cliche with some very annoying yeah. side characters. And the other thing was the analogy had just been fucked to pieces by too much mm-hmm. stuff constantly being shoved into it. So it, it was just, Ugh. there was no, there was no coherent through line. It was just, it felt like the, the movie 43 of Pixar. With just yeah. a whole bunch of separate ideas smush, smushed into something that was ostensibly about the immigrant experience, but it just didn't have the focus. Mm. So it was, it was no, and it was not interesting because there were no the, the the characters weren't well fleshed out, and and so none of the actiony like plot stuff that didn't have anything to do with identity was interesting. No, and because it's it's a Disney film, and any Disney film is inherently going to be in favor of the status quo, with any changes that need to occur being largely on the personal level. Mm. You know, you can think or talent your way out of poverty, everyone. And, yeah that kind of thing yeah but yeah the premise of this the idea of elements being alive having personalities that are based on the element and sharing a city together feels like a parody of modern disney Mm. it's too on the nose it's very generic very Mm. unoriginal feeling like a hodgepodge of earlier better disney and pixar films some of which we'll talk about in the quickfire Mm -hmm. The world isn't fun enough. The city no. design I found to be a little garish and unappealing. Yeah. And it just feels more hollow. I mean, the cast list. I, I, there were no three men for this. The cast list is tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, fair enough you want to focus on the two main characters, but there's just it doesn't feel lived in. And the problem yeah. with focusing on these two characters is that they are really nothing. Yeah. I don't find the characters anywhere near as endearing as, say, the equivalents in Zootopia. If you think of that, yeah. you know, how much those two characters had going on and the dynamics between them. Yeah. So much more involving than this. 
because these characters only really feel like they exist to serve the functions of the allegory that's being told. Yeah. And they don't really have personalities beyond that, which no. is unfortunate because this is a rom-com and it's a rom-com that isn't romantic or funny. Yeah. So a lot of the sequence and sort of business of the film is taken up with these sequences of bonding which really mm. just feel like, like you say, spitballing sessions of what can we do in terms of visual gags yeah. with this city and with these two figures interacting with each other. Mm. Um, the director previously worked on a thing called Partly Cloudy. Mm-hmm. It's about two clouds kind of falling in love. And, you know, and to be honest, this feels like a short film stretched mm. into an hour and 50 minute experience because yeah. so much of it is just, and, and you can praise sort of visual storytelling, but so much of it is just prolonged gag sequences in a way that feels uniquely disney-esque yeah prolonged gag sequences or action scenes and and whatnot that feel so out of place um yeah you you know we've we've covered movies like this before that substitute action and spectacle in favor of narrative and characters and writing and and it 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 it, re- it really feels like the 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 what was supposedly the main thrust of this analogy of the immigrant experience you know it's it's the tent mm-hmm. pole and it's it's yeah it's it's propping up it, it propping up what unfortunately feels like filler it's just yeah. filler to keep people watching disney until the yeah. uh <laughs> until another until wish comes out and we're all very excited about well, that well indeed i mean an awful lot of this does feel like brand building these days, but also just filling a slot. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. It. I, I know the director had personal, att- um, you know, attachment, and it is fun that this is an original thing. It's not based on a pre-existing property, but it is very formulaic. Yeah. Nevertheless, it is very much mm. an installment in the Disney franchise. Yeah. And it feels quite meandering. I think I've I've twice watched this, and both times felt very restless. Uh, but I think it's just because I wasn't involved in either the spectacle of the world or the narrative of their relationship, no. which is the focus of the film. No, exactly. Yeah. You you, you need but, to. Uh, I think you need to at least like or be interested in one of the characters. You know. You mm. know. You, you you have to. Well, you just have to have some investment in it. It's it's almost too simple and obvious a thing to you know to say, to warrant saying. Yeah. Um. They, they just didn't. The, the focus is all wrong. If you're going to do something like this, then you want to see Turning Red or, you know, on the other side of things, you want to yes. see Minari, you know? Um, <laughs> both excellent sure. films in, in, in very different <laughs> ways. Um, or, you know, any number of great immigrant experience in America movies. Um, yeah, including various kids' films now, which mm. are taking on this kind of narrative in a much more exciting way. And it is fun. It's It's very distressing because ultimately this downfall of Disney, which is kind of happening. I mean, mm. they're still making huge amounts of money, but this fall from absolute supremacy is corresponding and coinciding very unfortunately with a period of much greater representation within the franchises. Yeah. And so a lot of people are able to push this hideous go go woke, go broke yeah. narrative, which really is not representative of why people are turning their back on all of this at all. Yeah. Because it seems like the underwhelming reception of this film echoes quite a lot of the points of issues that people have with Wish, which yeah. I've yet to see. But the problem is clearly oversaturation. Mm. You know, these films aren't events yeah. anymore. When I was a kid, a new Disney film was huge. Yeah. You'd get one a year, if that. Mm. And it was a big deal. Mm. Now they're putting out three or so of these things a year, along with, you know, Star Wars and uh, Marvel movies, which, well, not Star Wars movies, but Star Wars and Marvel content, which feels similar, really, yeah. in terms of yeah. the overall homogenous effect the of mouth. the product. Yeah, and the value of the brand has just been massively devalued by the sheer quantity of content mm. in every single one of their franchises, including the animation. Yeah. And I think this, you know, and all of this is largely being done as part of the business strategy that is Disney Plus. And I don't think mm. it's necessarily a coincidence that their inability to continue the successes of the pre-pandemic because it's all very well to continue to blame the pandemic for this downfall but a lot of mo- movies are making a lot of money now mm. and it's not disney and i think you have to address that is the fact that they've de- they've sold themselves as a television mm. manufacturer now and a lot of people will just wait for the television release in order to watch their stuff and i think they have to 
accept well, that and maybe ask themselves if they actually want to be involved in the cinema business anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, we've seen, we've spoken about this. We saw this happening when Disney started publicly acquiring, you know, Marvel and you know, uh, Star everything. Wars and yeah. everything. Yeah, pretty much. And, and and then suddenly, as soon as something's acquired by Disney, that um, franchise will come out. You know, Paul Feig comes out and goes, "Okay, guys, we've we've been forced to come up with forty eight separate movies and TV shows for the Marvel franchise. So here we go." Um, and, and you know, Star Wars is is the same, and it really does just feel the 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 scattershot approach to the pun yes. in this movie is mm. emblematic of Disney's like movie making um, strategy. It, it it's just yeah. okay. Yes, we're going to be representative. Let's also not give people the time or the freedom. Uh, you know, or the or yeah. the the correct environments to actually make the movies they want to make, and or or, or, yeah. or to get the most out of them. Let's just fucking squeeze as much out of this one size fits all sausage machine yeah. as possible. And it's it's very always, disappointing. It is, and they've always been this way. You know, back in the nineties, when I seemingly thought that they, you know, they I were having their heyday, and it seemed to, yeah. when I was a boy, you know, sure there weren't you know fifty movies coming out every year in cinemas. But they were cranking them out on video because the yeah, strategy true. was to release direct-to-video sequels. And the only difference here is if they're making their direct-to-video sequel, mm. which a lot of Disney content is, they might as well stick it in cinemas as well before mm. putting it onto the modern equivalent of video, which is Disney+. Plus. But anyway, yeah. we will talk more about Disney itself in the Patreon Ooh, this week. That was so a surprise to me as well. Check that out. Lovely. It's a surprise to all of us, but we'll do that. Meanwhile, returning to Elemental. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's a shame. Well, as I was saying, it's a shame because they are capturing something or at least attempting to capture something of the immigrant experience mm-hmm. here. And that's great. And it's great that, you know, young kids can see themselves and recognize mm-hmm. their stories in films like this. You know, I was thinking of this with the Marvels as well. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Representation is so important. And to see yourself mm-hmm. and for kids to be delighted by it, that's great. But I think the fact that this film has had such a drop off in its profit illustrates that it's just not getting the word of mouth that a lot of these other things do. Mm. And with Pixar involved as well, the fact that there's no longer a distinction to be made if Pixar's involved. So I remember in yeah. the late North, late tens, it was a case of, Oh, there's a new Disney film out. Oh, did they make this one with Pixar? No. Uh, mm, yeah. Now it doesn't matter. <laughs> now but, they might as well, because even, but maybe you'll ago, get a soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Soul two years ago. That's the, probably the last yeah. excellent one. Yeah. Yes, I think so. And to be fair, that was relatively recent. I'm sure there'll be excellent ones in the future. Mm. But yeah, Elemental is not it. Because in spite of its efforts to represent mm. something really meaningful and significant to the filmmakers, it just doesn't. It feels it in doesn't. every way just like a soulless endeavor yeah. to make money. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's it. But there are things to talk about in Quickfire. Oh, yeah. So let's do that. Quickfire. Boom. Yes, please, mummy. Here you go, baby. I like the gas-filled people, like the gas-filled balloons. So a hot air balloon mm. flies in. All the gas people get off. Yeah. A zeppelin, and as the people get off, the balloon deflates and yep. it floats down, and more people get on, and it inflates again, and it goes off elsewhere. That was good. That's, I like. That's what you want. There are two layers to that. There are two yeah. layers to that joke, and I, <laughs> I really liked it. Um, <clears throat> the uh, when Ember first meets Wade uh, in that hilarious um, building and big business regulation scene. Um, mm. He's going on and crying a lot. And she, she goes, are you done yet? And with the most pained grimace possible, he just goes, yes, please. And in, <laughs> I, that was, that, that, that was nice. That was a quick, like putting the brakes on the, the mm. crazy pace of that exchange. And I enjoyed yeah. that. I like that. Before I realized just how much of this movie was going to be montage, like Rocky IV, yeah. um, I did enjoy how wordless the opening experience of the couple arriving, mm. you know, in in the city was, and how it, kind of endearing they were, even yeah. if the you know animation style is a bit bland. I did enjoy the sort of yeah ar- articulation of their experience of arriving in this unfamiliar place. Lovely. Um, <clears throat> actually, yeah. When when the movie started, I thought, oh, have we got a little Pixar short at the beginning of this? <laughs> and then I <laughs> yeah <laughs> realized no well 
Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One of the, one of the visual gags I enjoyed was the um the tree office clerk that uses its nose, which is a, a bra- like a branch, a stubbed branch, as a stamp. Oh yeah. Who, oh like, inks yeah. His, inks his tree nose, headbutts the the paper, and a little official stamp goes yeah. on it. I enjoyed that. I love that. I have two little bits of body horror. Ooh. Uh, one of them, the idea of the little kid growing a flower out of his armpit in mm. order to represent uh, armpit hair yeah. was really disgusting for some reason. I hated it. It's like anti. I guess I just imagined, I just imagined a flower growing out of my armpit, and I, mm. I hated that. I hated <laughs> the idea of it. It disgusted me so much. I can't describe it. What's wrong with sweaty hair? Um. Also, Paul, <laughs> not once was the word puberty used. Oh, puberty! That would have been you good. You should and... write for Pixar. Oh, you should write. Thanks, mate. The other one, the other one was when uh, our main guy has a bit of sand in his face. Oh yeah. Like our <laughs> hero's like, oh, you've got a, you've got, and then the sand is just like in his face. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just imagining like a block of sand somewhere in my sinuses. <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't mm. like it. Please, daddy. It's like annihilation. That's how it goes. Um, um, so to watch that. Actually, worried, as, worried about it. As the kid was going through his puberty and showing it off to Ember. She gives him uh-huh. the most withering stare possible whilst wearing motorbike goggles. Right. Those goggles are on my list yeah. because in general, I think things become funnier the less expressive they are. Yeah. And when she put those goggles on, she suddenly had no big Disney eyes and just like the thin mouth yeah. doing all of the expression. Yeah. And that was, she was very funny with those goggles on. Yeah, I agree. This this explains the blip. Not the goggles, the expression. <laughs> totally. Um, <clears throat> Everything about him. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, that was mine. <laughs> um, did I have one before that? Revolt mm. goggles. Nope. Okay, I like the the moment when she's chasing after him, and he decides that he's going to push himself for a very thin gap between two buildings. Yes. And she decides to push herself after, and there's a good contrast of the two of them, water element, fire element, flying through this thin space, mm. and it's quite energetic and exciting. Yeah, I liked that. It, it looks it looks really goofy and uncomfortable. We've got, the camera is... Um, facing them so like moving backwards as they come to they're like rushing towards it and the, the camera well, the camera's moving at the same pace and um yeah i like that as well it surprised me and made me laugh yeah good stuff um in one of their date montages they take oh, some yeah. photos in a photo booth and um uh-huh. they, they're, they're all sort of yes the contrast is, is way up because the flash on her fire ma- just makes it impossible to see them and ember's miffed face yeah. was really great Again, very flat, oh, expressionless <laughs> <laughs> reaction, yeah. and they held it, and um, I appreciate that. But again, was that about? No, we're not going there. Um, right. That's not for thinking. Yes, about. I like the idea. <laughs> That's not for thinking about. Um, he delivers himself in five bottles, and I like that. You know, oh, yeah. his <laughs> eyes are in one of them, mm. and then the hand comes out and pours the others in, so that he can reassemble. That was That's cool. That was quite good. That reminded me yeah. of um, Bender in the first episode of Futurama. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> um, That's good. Yeah. Um, the uh, the exchange. Uh, you really food inspector, as far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite good. Yeah. I enjoy that he tries to uh, in that very scene. In fact, he tries to uh, hide the badge, but because he's made of water, oh, yeah. um, his arms just uh, magnifies ab- it. Magnify yeah. it, and then he he puts another arm over and it magnifies it further. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. that was again. That was cute. That was okay. That again, it was spitballing things we can do with yeah. water, but that one was quite clever. They let so one like slip that. through that made sense. <laughs> oh, uh, sometimes I just hope that the people who like animate these movies or, or create them don't listen to our podcast. Like, let's see what these lovely positive polls say. Oh, they're still shitty. Okay. Um, but hey, I stand by everything that I say on this podcast. That's true. Everything. And I want you to do better. We love you. We want modern movies to be better. Please. Uh, the uh, and, and still in that very scene when Wade <laughs> goes to eat that hot rock thing, the, the animation. Well, here we go. The animation of his quivering face um, as he slowly yeah. raises the spoon to his mouth is really great. And then, oh, yeah. and then actually the bubble Love screen that. that follows that was fun. When the, the bubble comes out and it pops and it screams like as it's doing it in the face of the fireman. Oh, yeah. I d- yes, that moment was the end gag in all of the trailers for Elemental. Ah. Um, but nevertheless, it was a good gag. Mm. I can see why they chose it as the end gag. Do they cut to somebody? Before the, yeah. before the coming soon drop. And, uh, nice. I went, do they cut to like a 
dis- a dislocated shot of Bradley Cooper laughing at the joke afterwards. <laughs> Love that. So you know, uh, I've got one I'm going to save till the end. Okay. So I'm going to have my last one before <gasps> that, which is the dad returning the bow at the end of the film. I, I yeah. thought was very nice. Yes. It's, it's a big moment. It's very emotional. And I just, there's something in there about the idea that we don't get to know much about his dad, mm. but clearly he has a tremendous amount of respect for him. And when he's this very stern and austere yeah. figure, not returning the bow feels like this very official and big thing. Yeah. And the idea that she would seek that approval from him yeah. when he himself doesn't feel worthy of having received it from his father and then him giving it with, you know, as much solemnity as he's able to sort of summon. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a very poignant moment. Yeah, I I really like that moment. Like the, the the daughter, the daughter's bow really took me by surprise. And then by the time the dad returned the bow, I was tearing up and I was I was I my, I welled up and I was going, no movie, you don't have to, you didn't earn this. Don't do this to me. <laughs> um, but I found I found it really effective all the same. I love hot food. And that horse voice was great. Um, yeah, the the racist artist uh, uncle or whoever it is at the dinner party goes you speak so wonderfully clear and the horror on wade's face like slowly yeah. emerging is great <laughs> uh that. The, the crying that. the crying game the delivery of um I, I didn't it sort of has lost its impact after it became like a central thing later on but butterfly windshield wipers half a butterfly kind of felt like a a beat a beat poem uh <laughs> And the delivery yeah. of it, uh, again, the delivery of it was kind of cool and surprising. Um, I like the animation of the bubbling water when they touched. Uh, it, it was f- ah. fizzy and aggressive and um, kind of exciting to see. Like like me, baby. Oh, yeah. Like me and my bum. Uh, okay, <laughs> the uh, when Wade goes to uh, romantically out Ember uh, at the, at the uh, opening ceremony, the dad who still thinks he's a food inspector goes, what kind of food inspection is this? And Wade goes, a food inspection of the heart, <laughs> which I really like. Uh, oh, portrait of Sad Wade, I've already mentioned. And the bow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and there we go. Just five things. Oh, we're up uh, to date. We're absolutely up to date. And I wow. love that about us. The last thing I want to mention mm. is there was a moment where the actual intention of what they're getting at was there. And there was a moment <laughs> where it did feel that it was speaking to real experience. Yeah. And it was the conversation about him being able to do whatever he wants because he's the rich kid. And it's yeah. the only time I think it's mentioned that he is rich. You know, he's better off than yeah. than this struggling family. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I want. Of course it does. Listen, listen. You've got an opportunity to do something you want with your life. Want? Yeah, that may work in your rich kid follow your heart family. But getting to do what you want is a luxury and not for people like me. Why not? Just tell your father how you feel. This is too important. Maybe he'll agree. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Funny. And this whole time I thought you were so strong. But turns out you're just afraid. I, I think it's representing their own sort of perspectives, mm. which I really like, and how neither of them can really see the other. Mm. Although she's fucking got his number, frankly. But <laughs> nevertheless, the, la- the visual language of the film, to me, suggests that she's being hysterical in that moment. She's flaming mm. and like outraged and stuff like that whereas he's being you know ultimately the one who has the perspective because he's remaining calm even though he's completely failing to appreciate what it is that's important to her and then ultimately the movie kind of vindicates him Mm. so it's not ideal but nevertheless there is a moment there where it feels like she is actually you know putting him down and saying (laughs) saying what i was thinking throughout the entire film yeah um but i think that was meant to be the oldest lost moment so (laughs) It shows how much of a wavelength I was on with this. <laughs> well, mate, you know what they say? Go woke, go broke. Well, so they do, and I'm certainly broke, so... <laughs> <laughs> Me too, friend. So that I've, 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 I've bared that, that up, that expression. <laughs> you you, you want to see a movie that stabs up rather than down, don't you? <laughs> All right, mate. Well, tell you what. Saltburn. Let us check in. Saltburn, mate. Let's check in. Yeah. With the OG team. Mm. The OG team. <gasps> OG team. Bonding Chris over on X. Chris Bond. It aimed at a higher age than I was expecting, which was nice. Now, did it aim at a higher age than it was expecting, or did it just fail to engage with kids, its intended mm. audience? We'll never know, but we will know, because I just said it. Uh, but thank you very much, mm. uh, Bonding Chris. Bitchin' Boutique, uh, Pitney Amelia, 
uh, Bitchin' Boutiques, uh-huh. says, When I finally saw Elemental, I loved it. Huh? It wasn't at all what I thought it was based on the trailers. They didn't tell us that it was a rom-com and an adorable one at that. Trailers need to do a better job. I feel like Wish might also be having a similar problem. I have seen people take aim at the marketing for Disney's latest films as being an explanation as to why they're underperforming. Um, I've yet to see Wish. And true enough, like the adverts I've seen have not given a very broad idea of what it's about mm. or too much of the premise. But nevertheless, I think a lot of people may have just stayed away from this one because it really did look too much like things like Zootopia. And I know Zootopia is a bit old now and that the intended audience of, you know, children, you know, wouldn't have been alive for it. But nevertheless, I think parents will remember. Mm. And it's ultimately parents who are making the decision here. And if you're failing to make money back on a family film, when often families are desperate for anything to take (laughs) your kids to, I think that bespeaks more than just an issue with marketing. Well, it's interesting because I, when I saw the trailer for Elemental, my, Uh I, I had very low expectations and I thought, oh, this looks like it's going to be like a, yeah, a rom-com with, uh, you know, immigrants, like, you know, all nationalities are different and, um, you know, they, they can get on and that's kind of what it was. I, I feel like the trailer actually get, I mean, yeah, what I thought it was going to be was exactly what I took from it. Um, yeah, so, I think so. But, but anyway. I'm, but yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm glad that it's, you know, I'm glad that it's su- surprised and impressed you and made for a good time. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm. I wish it had us as well. Nevertheless, over on X or no, over on Facebook. That's the one. Oh, I don't know what any of these things are now. Uh, the director's daughter, sister, wife, or self, Jennifer Stones. <gasps> Jenny. Oh. Gets in touch to say. Sort of clever character names. My favourite is probably the simple Claude. The character names weren't too on the nose. No, they were. <coughs> they had were some, some of the better workshopping there. Yeah, there there were some yeah. of the better ones. Um, I I liked Eddie. That that took me a minute. Eddie for the water. Uh, one of the water family, like an Eddie. Oh, I can't tell you good. what specifically it is, but it's you get it in <laughs> rivers. It's a water thing. You get it in things. Yeah, I like that. Marco and Polo less so, but nevertheless, yeah. Eddie. I was on board with. Uh, she also says, Also, I think it captures the whims of bureaucracy pretty well. It all comes down to knowing and pleasing the right person. Absolutely, Jenny Sons. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I just wish that that had been the problem. I wish that that had been the thing that needed to be challenged instead of just trying to navigate the system. But you're right. It does, at the very least, portray the thing, even if it doesn't then identify the thing as being the issue. Nevertheless, True. that is totally a good thing. And Eddie. Jenny Sons is the best. Jenny. Everybody's the best. And Eddie Jenny, is a circular Eddie. current of water. Love that. Thanks, mate. It's all right. And I'm going to appreciate that. I'm going to appreciate that about Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Nice. And it's time to get over to the one better thing. Da-na-na. The one better thing. Uh, what's yours? What is yours? Oh, I mean, Inside Out is the obvious one. Um, oh, sure. It, it, you know, it's, it's, is, is, is that the last one of, oh, what if things were a thing? Um, but but it's yeah. but it's fantastic. It's really well observed. Very smart. It doesn't pander, and uh, no pandas yep. in it. And um, <laughs> not and one. Just... You got to watch Turning Red for that. Oh god, I haven't got time. <laughs> I'm too rich and non work. Um, oh no. Um, but yeah, and an incredibly cathartic ending. Yeah, I for my part really enjoyed Zootopia or Zootropolis, wherever you're watching. Same. It. I thought it was great. I thought that was a very good film, so I recommend that. If you want something a bit more profound about a um, interfaith in this instance, um, couple in an anim- in a gorgeous animated forum, then Bombay Rose okay. is very much worth checking out. You can see that on Netflix. It's fantastic. Lovely. And if you're looking for something a bit more than a children's cartoon, then I recently saw Refuge India. Uh, sorry, Refuge England, the absolutely fabulous 1950s film uh, by Robert Vass about the um, experience of coming to London and sort of being in London. And it's a mm. short film. It's all on YouTube, so I highly recommend it. It's just, I think it's 20 minutes long, maybe half an hour. And it's just recreating his first experience of arriving in London in the 1950s and is extraordinary. Oh, brilliant. So, and part of the sort of British free cinema movement, mm. which is well worth checking out. So please do. And I think that'll do for The One Better Thing. Fantastic. The One Better Thing. Yeah. Paul, how can people find out about this? This thing we're doing. This, this thing, thing we are. This fire-tastic, 
one glob of earth thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Spitballing, mate, every single day. Um, every day. Spitballing er- every day uh, on Twitter and Facebook, where you can find us at what, OGT what, what? Pod, where we put out the call for the OG team. So if you've seen one of the films that we're covering, we're going to put out the call for good things. So uh, make sure you get Imagine on those. Imagine missing that. You don't want to be Shred. missing that. Uh, what are you looking at? Boy. And, uh, it, it, what are you looking at? If you, you go onto Patreon as well, where we've got hundreds, thousands, maybe millions of hours of extra content, you can also answer the Easily. call for the OG team. And we do, when we get them from patrons on the uh, Patreon OG team, we do little kisses on either side of the comments. So, um, yeah. yeah. And we're way less shitty about it. Yeah, we, we, we'll agree with you even if we don't uh, actually agree with you. That's just we'll retrospectively go back and change our review of the film to match yours. Oh, yeah. That's we, what we'll do if you're a Patreon. We do it. We, for the love of God, you know, we sacrifice all of our free time if you give us a pound a month. Yeah. And, and, and it can cost as little as a pound a month. It can be more if you want to give us more money. Yeah. That's always nice. Everybody loved Super Mario Brothers, but one of the Patreons didn't. So yeah. what can we do? Our hands were tied. Literally tied. Literally tied. I'm Paul <laughs> I'm, I'm swimming pool. Goodman. <laughs> Love it. Swimming. It's, I call it the swimming pool, Goodman. <laughs> Get in, kids. <laughs> and remember. <laughs> the one good thing mm. about Elemental mm. is that one bit where that little fire girl spoke truth to power but didn't burn this whole goddamn city to the ground.